Let us um, listen for God's Word. Our scripture for today is from the Gospel of Matthew, the sixth chapter. This can be found on page five in the New Testament portion of our Bible, reading verses five and six. Listen for God's Word. And whenever you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to stand and pray in the synagogues and at the street corners, so that they may be seen by others. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward. But whenever you pray, go into your room and shut the door and pray to your Father who is in secret. And your Father, who sees in secret, will reward you. This is the word of the Lord. Let us pray. O loving God, we give you thanks for your holy word to us. And we pray now for open ears and open minds, open hearts, that we would... Pay attention to your spirit that is in this place, and that we would listen for what it is that you will share this day. For it is in Christ's name that we pray. Amen. Well, last week, the sermon title was Secret Service Part One. The secret service was with regard to the part of the Sermon on the Mount in Matthew's Gospel, which we read from today, where Jesus is saying, do not sound a trumpet when you give alms or your offering. No, when you give, do this in secret. This week is Secret Service Part 2. In this part of the sermon, Jesus is instructing us to pray in secret, not to stand on street corners, to be seen by others, not to pray to impress. Last week, we talked about not giving just to impress others, but to consider how our giving, our offering, our tithe, our pledge is for God, not for others to see. And I shared how I am challenging myself to remove the barriers that get in the way of my relationship with God, to trust God with my whole life, which includes my money. Last week, we noted that Jesus was correcting the religious leaders that were making a big deal about giving to the poor. This week, Jesus is instructing us not to pray on the street corners to make a big deal. But instead, when we pray, we are to go into our room and shut the door. And pray to our Father in secret. Two things that were very important to Jesus are named 
and these passages in this part of the Sermon on the Mount. Two things that he made a big deal about teaching us. What are they? How we handle our money and how we pray. Jesus is going out of his way to highlight these two things, which suggests they are important. And if we are seeking a relationship with God through Jesus Christ, we are invited to pay attention to these two things. Now, as good Presbyterians, I am guessing I don't have to do a lot of disciplining to encourage folks not to be on the street corner praying. Am I right? Anybody recently been out on Cary Street screaming so that other folks could see you? No, this doesn't seem to be an issue. So what does this have to do with us? What does it mean to pray in secret? I often hear people say, I don't know how to pray. And I often reply, sure you do. Just have a conversation with God. But when I think about this, it occurs to me that my comment, just have a relationship, conversation with God, may not be that helpful. It is somewhat dismissive, maybe. Praying is not that simple. If I said to someone, I don't know how to play tennis, and they said, sure you do, it's easy, just hit the ball with the racket, that wouldn't be very helpful to me. I would need to hold a racket to maybe have a ball lobbed at me, maybe take a lesson, learn the skills, practice. I am usually dismissive when someone tells me they don't know how to pray because I don't want them to be intimidated by prayer. But maybe just saying, sure, you can pray, isn't helpful. Prayer is something I have practiced all my life and on a pretty regular basis. If I were as disciplined as um, with praying Or if I were as disciplined as, say, exercising as I am with praying, I would be one fit soul. And I think there should be an exchange, but that's just me. One of my favorite quotes on prayer that I often share with adults who are, or people of all ages, who are asking about prayer is author Anne Lamont when she talks about her prayer life in her book, Traveling Mercies, she says there are really only two prayers. One is, help me, help me, help me. The other is, thank you, thank you, thank you. And I think that those prayers, if we prayed those prayers every day, that that would be a wonderful connector and a way for us to call out to our God. But how do we pray? Why do we pray? What happens when we pray? We have some instruction in our scripture reading today. 
In our reading from Matthew, Jesus says, And whenever you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to stand and pray in the synagogues and at the street corners, so that they may be seen by others. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward. But whenever you pray, go into your room and shut the door and pray to your Father who is in secret. And your Father who sees in secret will reward you. Jesus is teaching us how to pray by telling us how not to pray. Don't be a show-off. Don't brag about your prayer life. Don't use big and flowery words. Don't make it long and laborious. Don't be shallow. Be honest and real. And do it in secret so that God and you can have that intimate time together. The text in Matthew that follows this one is where Jesus teaches us how to pray. When Jesus teaches his disciples what we know as the Lord's Prayer. And did you know that we can pray that prayer every day? You don't have to wait until you come here on Sunday morning or a wedding or a funeral. It's a prayer that we can use in our daily life. I talked to my brother earlier this week, and he is in ministry. He works on Young Life staff. And I remember him sharing with me a while back that he committed about a year ago to praying the Lord's Prayer every day. That's his discipline, that he sets time aside, and that's the prayer that he prays. And he shared that this experience has really changed him that this prayer has opened up and has so much more meaning to him, but it, and it also has been an experience of changing his heart. Prayer changes us. So here's a question for you. Who are you in secret? What are you like when no one else is watching When you aren't having to impress, when you can let your hair down, what are you like? The good news is God knows exactly who you are in secret, as well as in public, always. And the better news is that God loves us anyway. Jesus in this sermon and this text for today is letting us know that God wants to be in relationship with us, with our authentic, whole, vulnerable, real selves. And one of the ways that we develop that relationship with God is through prayer. And Jesus is saying, get real with God. Share everything, your fears, your pain, your hopes, your dreams. And maybe that's easier to do in secret. 
don't wait to talk to God until you're all cleaned up and fancy. Come as you are and share it all. God is listening and ready to love us exactly where we are. Is it easier for you to cry in public or in private? I'm guessing most of us would answer in private. But why? Why do you think that 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 is? Is it because we don't want to make other people uncomfortable? Or we don't want to be seen as weak? We don't want to be judged. We don't want to appear out of control. But God invites us into relationship through Christ, and in this relationship, God wants us to be true to ourselves and true with God. In prayer, this conversation with God is one of the great ways that we can grow our relationship. Last week, I talked about removing the barriers that block our relationship with God. Would you agree with me that one of the ways we enhance our personal relationships, our relationships with our spouse, our friends, maybe even our coworkers, those relationships become closer when we share our lives? when we talk to one another, when we listen. Think of some of your closest friends. How did you begin to share such intimacy? When I think about that, I think of some of my really close friends, and they know a lot about me. And then I think about friends who are friends, but they're more peripheral, and they haven't learned or I haven't shared as much with them. And when we consider that relationship with God, do we want God to be one of those peripheral relationships? Or do we want that relationship to be whole and full and connected? One of the ways that we can have that relationship is by sharing our true selves with God. I shared last week that God doesn't need my money, that God doesn't need anything from me. God is God, and God has got it. Similarly, God doesn't need our prayers. No, but we need to pray. If we long to be in an authentic relationship with our Creator, We need to pray. And in showing up in conversation with our Savior, giving thanks, being vulnerable, asking for help, admitting our wrongs, seeking guidance, in doing these things, we will change. Our relationship with God will change. If we are out on the street corner like the hypocrites, trying to say the right thing, to look good, to show off that we go to church, to be impressive. That's fine. And go ahead and keep doing that. But don't expect that to be the place where the connection happens. 
If we want to grow, we are invited into this relationship and conversation with God. Sometimes this prayer in secret might be all about gratitude and thanksgiving. And sometimes we might follow the lead of the psalmist and of Jesus Christ himself and have to scream out, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? We are given permission in our scriptures to come to our God exactly as we are and to know that our God receives us. So I invite you, if you're interested in growing up your relationship with Christ, set aside a space and a time this week. Give it a try this week. And maybe if you come and tell me, I'll give you a treat, like the second graders. But set aside this space and time and simply sit and talk to God. Let God know your heart and see how that changes your heart. We know that God's timing is not our timing. And so this prayer is not just a hocus-pocus, okay, I asked for that, and here, where is it? That's not going to happen. But if we can patiently wait upon the Lord and offer our heart, I believe and have witnessed that our hearts will change. Let us pray. Most holy God, you are holy and at the same time so accessible. We thank you, O God, that you long to be in relationship with us, your children. And we pray for your help this week as we seek to make that time and space in our lives to connect with you. We pray this prayer in Jesus Christ's name. Amen.